genre. Hey, what's that, April? Some kind of weird Japanese antique egg timer. Cappuccino? That makes me hyper. It seems the scepter has magic powers. Hold on, dudes. If April's back in feudal Japan, does that mean we, like, have to ride that scepter back through time to get her? It's equal mass displacement. Step back, dudes. I just brought us some heavy artillery. Hey, Casey. <laughs> Welcome back. T-minus two minutes and counting. Let's go, my dude. Okay, the inscription says open wide the gates of time. Work. All right, already. Let's go. Go with care, my son. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. It is the podcast where we are talking about the 1993 live action Turtles sequel of a sequel, Turtles 3, the one with the bad puppets. Uh, I'm Scott Tofty. It is Wednesday. Have you listened to Tales from the Short Box today? I hope you have. Uh, because the host of that show is here with us, Adam Sheehan. Hello. Well, I'm one of the hosts. We we don't really, we don't do a whole hierarchy system on Tales from the Short Box. <laughs> yeah, he's not the first among equals. All right. That's Chris O'Connor. Hi, Chris. Yeah, it's me. And uh, Rachel Gatlin's here as well. Hi, Rachel. Hello. I never have anything mean to say about Rachel. Rachel's just lovely. Oh, thank you. It's against the law to be mean to Rachel. You yeah, guys didn't know that? <laughs> because it gets Adam in trouble. Wait, have yes. you been being mean to me? <laughs> Wait, what? No, 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 of course not. What? I've uh, never been us... under the impression anyone's been mean to me. <laughs> um, joining us for uh, more, I guess, what do you call it? Torture? Sounds like the right word. Yeah. Uh, is our good friend of Dirt the show, Mr. Torture. Eric Dean. Is Yo, back with it's us friggin' again. huge. Oh, <laughs> uh, Eric, nice to see you again, my friend. Happy to be back. Um, we are on minutes 76 to 78, doing our three minutes for this Wednesday. Uh, three minutes, again, for those of you who haven't been listening the whole way through, because this movie is a little hard to watch one minute at a time, and we are trying to rush through it. Uh, it's three for, times as hard to watch. Yeah. For sanity's sake, yeah, at least. Um, also, if I've, you've just tuned in now... Like, where why? the heck have you been? Yeah, and why this one? Yeah. Like, why did you just jump in on this one? <laughs> have you been because in Because of the catchy Japan? episode title name, that's why. I guess. Wait, wait, Which I don't know yet. Title name? I don't know, but it's going to be catchy when I name it. Well, name it something out. like, this is the one you're going to listen to. <laughs> listen to this one first. <laughs> you you got to figure out what, like, the most popular podcast is that week. Yeah. Then... This is Why We Turtle Podcast. <laughs> just call it This American Life there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we've been doing this wrong the whole time. Yeah, we should have just named every episode like the Friends Show did the one, <laughs> or like or like WTF with TMNT Minute. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Quest Love Supreme with TMNT Minute. Oh my God, oh, my man. favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles murder. Turns out we Guys, got Joe Rogan on this week. I don't know how. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Um I was gonna say I'm starting to feel a little bad 
Um, because we it, look, I, I wanted, I had a hypothesis. I thought that maybe this was a better movie than I thought it was. We told you you were wrong. You were you right were, to be wrong. You were right to think it was bad in the first place. <laughs> you were. You guys are right. I was wrong. I'm. I'm. I'm losing this battle. Scott, Eric, the only I way had out thought, is through. I had thought that maybe this one was closer to the original comic. The enemy's gate is down. Intent. Than, than the other uh, than the second film was, and perhaps that that might have been a redeeming feature of this film. I don't think it redeems it enough. I'm not saying it's not true, but it doesn't excuse a litany of other cinema sins. Cinema right. sins is a good way to put it. Because, excuse me, I don't think it's malintent. Mm. I don't think it's a uh, 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 lack of professionalism. I think it's everyone's in a hurry and they just, just wanted to crank it out. I think it's just lack of prioritizing this as something to put care into. Mm. And I think that's where all the sins happened in this one. It's I like agree, they're being I, chased I, the whole time. I don't <laughs> think there's any reason to be melancholy here. I mean, I paid for a ticket when I saw this originally. I'm sure you guys mm. probably did. Um, these guys made their money back. I'm almost certain, right? Like this wasn't a bomb. No, so, I, I'm pretty I sure it turned to profit. I think we're totally justified in tearing it apart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and there are Goodbye, segments of the turtle. interviews. There are, seg- <laughs> there are segments of, you know, the turtle population that love this movie, weeks. and rightfully mm. so. Like, I, I can understand. There is a certain amount of nostalgia I have for this film. Yes. And um, that carries a lot of weight. You know, mm-hmm. I'll always love yeah, the Turtles franchise. Of, I, I ate a lot of good pizza next to this movie. Mm. Yeah, well, there's a fan so, spectrum, for sure. There's there's a fan oh, spectrum yeah. of people yeah. who are into the Dark Turtles stuff and the original right. comics and the first movie, and there are people who are into the zany Saturday morning cartoon show and Ninja Turtles 3. I think both yeah. are valid. And, I, and absolutely. I, think there, I think there's a lot of fans out there who love this movie who have been waiting for us to do this season yeah. and have God, since... God, I hope they're not mad at us. I, oh. They probably stopped listening a while ago, I, and I feel bad. I I don't remember when it was, but I got into a very heated argument on a BuzzFeed article of all things talking about these movies. And I said, oh, that's that's the worst one. And then all these zennials were like, you're wrong. Wait, which one did they think is the worst one? Yeah, which one's the ugly one? No, (laughs) no, but a lot of people love this movie. And I was shocked. And, and okay. I think, to those people, I'm sorry, you've you've already stopped listening to the show, yeah. but yeah, I it's, criminals. It's it's our opinion. We happen to be four, five with Eric here, people that kind of uh, share a similar opinion. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't like this movie. And I'm not saying that what we say is the definitive end all be all. And I would, you know, I like I said, I love the turtle fan community. I'm I'm hoping that and I'm not trying to apologize for anything because we haven't done anything to apologize for. <laughs> but like, if if what we've said bums you out, I- I'm sorry. Go back and listen to season one because we love that one. Yeah. The Turtles two is fun. It's just we don't like this one. And yeah, there's not. It's not that there's not redeemable parts that are, are aren't enjoyable. There are moments in this film that are like, oh, okay, that was pretty cool. Overall, this film has a nice shiny nostalgia that attracts me to it. And it will always be something that if it's like on TV, I'll watch for a little bit. I'm never going to go, ugh, Turtles 3, you know. It's also people never going to watch be on it. TV. Yeah. True. <laughs> people should watch it. I mean, it's it's Absolutely. a movie worth watching, especially if you're into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe. You're going to have yeah. to watch it. So yeah. I feel like we can all look at it like the Minds of Moria. It sucked, yeah. but everybody has to go through it. That's <laughs> it where the story goes. It has its place. What it needs. The turtles delved too far. Too deep. <laughs> what, what the turtles need 
is like Dave Filoni to come in and write a shit ton of extra stuff that makes this movie better in hindsight Man. like he did with the Star <laughs> well, Wars prequels. We'll see what Seth Rogen does. <laughs> mm. Right. Right. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about these minutes, shall we? Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. going to hop off my soapbox. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um <laughs> We're at 76 to 78. 76 starts with some angry villagers, uh, pitchforks and torches. And that Leo's whole thing. We've seen it before. Giant freaking teeth. And his four eyes again. Yes. <laughs> and 78 ends with uh, not Casey Jones almost being shot in the face. Um, so, so let's get and into that it. that range, they won't miss. Mm. Yeah. Even with a blunderbuss. Um, which is a great word. And I think you it Chris cool for word. reintroducing it, it to it's a great name for a dog or a horse oh my god <laughs> a dog named Blunderbuss would be great yeah like a big a big American bulldog he's like a, on, he's like the beast from uh, from Sandlot would be Blunderbuss yeah. would be a great yeah. name for him yeah. um, so Norinaga <laughs> is trying to exit and he can't he stops uh, turned around by pitchforks and then we get a shot of Leo running to confront him <sighs> and as we were previewing this minute I I, I stopped and I shared my screen with you guys and pointed out the most egregious Ugh. eye hole shot. <laughs> it's, it's one of the in worst. In the franchise. It's, it's one of the worst. Eye hole uh, it's one of the worst puppet crimes. Yeah. It's the worst it's, one. I'm willing yeah. to call it the worst one. Even like the even <laughs> the stunt guy's mouth inside of Donnie's mouth wasn't this bad. <laughs> but like and that one is just kind of creepy fun. This is just yeah. bad. Why for this shot? For this specific shot. Like they must have been, they must have like the animatronics must have died for a couple of days, because this is not a shot that you need the stunt heads for. This is a shot. <laughs> he's running. That he's, he's, can, ru- he's running in the mm-hmm. courtyard. There's things going on. There's things moving around him. They want it to be in stunt head. I you cannot convince me that you couldn't have done this shot running from point A to point B mm. on a film set without the stunt head. Maybe the puppet heads had the... holes in them too. I just don't. I I don't believe it. I don't believe Maybe it. Maybe this is one of the later scenes, and like they they misplaced the animatronic head or something. <laughs> that I am more likely to believe. <laughs> or the, the, I just don't think they did any reshoots on yeah. this movie, right? Because that's the kind of thing where like True. you're sitting in dailies you going see the daily. Yeah, yeah. You're the, sitting in dailies going, what are we like, going to oh, do oops, about this ugly. now? And then yeah. you know. You got to like, figure fine. it out. It's fine. Yeah, Is we, that we possible don't... that there was digital repainting planned that didn't happen? <laughs> in 93? I just no. like, I, I, I keep getting this image of this guy in yeah, a screening no room in post. watching dailies, smoking a cigar and going, they're 10 <laughs> yeah. year olds, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. He's just or washing that, the that clock, perfect tick sense. away. That I can <laughs> just, imagine somebody seeing this like during production and just being like, Eh, I don't care. Really? Yeah, exactly. Or, or, or you know, they would shoot something. It looked like crap, and they're like, "Well, we don't have the money to reshoot right. it, so yeah, it's fine." I feel like there's also this issue. Like the people who saw the first movie are too old to want to see the third movie. So the people that are seeing the third movie never saw the first movie. They're seeing the third movie for the first time. And this <laughs> is their on, this first time of VHS of live action it. Ninja Turtles. So they're really excited about it <laughs> because all of us saw this movie no. in the theater, and what? none of us. None of us were scarred by the giant three-foot-long eye holes on the cinema screen in front of us. So clearly we didn't notice it at the time. We are only noticing it now in hindsight. Yeah, but to be fair, we were all high on sugar and and caffeine. So at the very least, they knew their audience really well. (laughs) Okay, but I've seen baseball mascots with 
like at least <laughs> semi-transparent yeah. mesh eye holes. Right, right. Like he could have worn a green bandana under the hood or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's egregious. So then we get this moment of Noronaga and Leo confronting each other, which in theory is kind of cool. You get this sword battle, sword fight. I guess you would call it a sword fight. No, I'd call it a lightsaber fight. Until (laughs) they, I want to hear more about this, but until they actually engage, the tension is sort of built up. I got a little, I have to admit, I got a little like, oh, this is going to be cool rewatching it. No. And then, and then the fight started. Yeah, yeah. And I it's wasn't just, excited anymore. It's just the same couple of like you know angles back and forth. Like they just go forward and back and just kind of you know left, right, center, left, right, center. You know like lock up here, lock up here, lock up here, and then like a bind for no reason that they kind of hold and go. Yeah, they're not swinging at each other. They're swinging at each other's sword. Mm. Exactly. This is the way that kids fight with paper towel tubes. It is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, very much so. This is what we do on the playground with sticks. <laughs> um, best sword fight in a movie that you can think of? The Duelist. <laughs> I haven't seen that whole movie, but I have seen all of the dueling scenes, and yes, those are very good. Yeah. Uh, is the is the is like the the horseback one at the the last one? Mm, the last I don't one, remember right? if that's the last one. Um, well, I think it is. It's like got to be because the first gets, one takes place only, like, in the, the house. Cut. The second one is outside the house, so it has to be the third yeah. one. Does yeah. the and that's, uh, uh, that's Ridley Scott, right? Yes. I need to watch that movie. It's fantastic. Point. If you guys want to see what real sword fighting with the purpose of lethally injuring someone looks like, watch The Duelist. It's a Ridley Scott movie from I think the eighties, maybe the late seventies. It's it's like seventy eight or seventy nine. It's Harvey Keitel and um, which was weird, <laughs> weird. But Harvey <laughs> knows his sword fighting. He's apparently a pretty talented fencer, and it shows. Hmm. Yeah. Does the um, uh, does the chainsaw? Does the chainsaw fight Last fight from... at the end of Rob Roy. Oh, yeah, okay. that's a good one as well. Go ahead, Adam. Does the chainsaw fight from the end of Mandy count as a sword fight? <laughs> no, no. Chainsaws, you, you don't know. Chainsaws are shit weapons. Don't, don't, not with a chainsaw. But that Can scene I is, is awesome. That is an amazing said... scene, though. I love Mandy. That's one of my favorite films. <laughs> I, I've been meaning to see that movie. I, oh, I, Chris. I, I do oh, intend Chris. to watch it. I think it, I'll... It, the best part, I think, is Nicolas Cage screaming yeah. and drinking vodka at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's psilocybin you, in the movie. Have you guys seen the trailer for the, this trailer? Just dropped the day that we're recording this, so by the time everybody sees it, it's probably come out on some streaming service. But uh, Nicolas Cage's latest movie, Pig. I heard about it. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> now I'm confused like, about the gravity. Like, Scott talked about the gravity yeah. of this sword fight, mm. but at what point? were we led to believe that either Leonardo or Norinaga are skilled sword fighters? So like they built this up gets, to be Norinaga like the final presumi- fight. Right. Nor, so, Norinaga presumably has to be able to fight to a certain degree. And considering his position and his age, he's a warlord. He's killed someone. He has to, yeah. have at least, he's, he's killed at least a few people. So there is that. And Leonardo, at, at least in this film, if you just right. take it as this film, he's like, Clearly, at the beginning of the movie, April gives him a book of ancient Japanese swords. Like he studies swords. There's like the implied we are. Weight it's of implied, Leonardo. yeah, right, that he has some sort of um, know-how with this weapon. I was also going to say Princess Bride for cinema sword fight scenes. Would oh, that be okay? Fine. We never did get back to that. Great, and, yeah, okay. great stage sword fighting. <laughs> yes, very good. Very for a yeah, movie, it was great choreography right. for um, a movie. Rachel, what's your there, favorite sword fight scene? Uh, I like the one in Kill Bill. Um, oh, Oren which one? And the Bride. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of fantastic. Fun. Yeah, yeah. In the last, the last like 
10, 15 years, there's been a lot of like a good, like sort of low budget European medieval movies that have like really good uh, historical European uh, martial arts in them. Uh, Like one that I really liked was Ironclad. Uh, It's kind of like Seven Samurai, but knights in Old England um, and Magna Carta and the fighting in that is really good. But there's a bunch of those that you can find on Netflix and, and Hulu and other things that like you'll never have heard of it. But if you watch, it's, you know, knights and blood and gore and the fights are way better better than they ever. Like if you watched a, like an 80s, like clang clang fantasy movie or historical <laughs> movie, those <laughs> fights that is, all suck. Is that a genre that you would find in the corner yeah, of Blockbuster? Excalibur. That Excalibur movie, clang clang movies, they, their fights all suck. Right. I wanted to bring up Excalibur Garbage. because during this, if you could call it a sword fight, there's a couple of real tight shots of the swords. All of the all of the armor and weaponry in Excalibur was all hand forged from aluminum, <laughs> and, and so shiny. And it shows. Yeah, and it shows. Mm-hmm. And, but but these swords are clearly aluminum because if you see the edges yeah. are all like <laughs> bitten up, like they're serrated yeah. edges <laughs> yeah. from take after take of the yeah. sword fight. Now, have you guys heard the interesting detail? I love Viggo Mortensen as an actor, but even more so in Lord of the Rings. Obviously, my favorite film of all time. And Viggo Mortensen refused to use his aluminum sword in yeah. shots because he didn't like the way it moved. It moved too unrealistically. So he always huh. used the steel sword. Dangerous, wow. but good. Yeah. <laughs> that is, is his insurance any, premium probably Is there anything up. Viggo can't do? I'm not convinced. Yeah. Kick, a, his kick, last name. kick a prop head without breaking his toe. Well, I mean... That could happen to anybody. Vigo is. I'm ready for round two. (laughs) (laughs) So the the intensity grows. We get that bind, and Leo grits his teeth and fights back. And now it's this big dramatic thing. And he finally, you know, kicks the sword out of Noronaga's hands. It gets stuck in the ground because, of course, it wouldn't just land flat. Um, And (sighs) then we get this really out of character moment, which I get is being played for humor, but like, did any of us for a minute think that Leonardo was going to decapitate somebody? <laughs> I wanted to point something out. If we were doing this season minute by minute, we would have ended on a, uh, we would have ended the day on a cliffhanger of Leo getting ready to scissor yeah. Doriaga to death. And he looks so intense. That would have been such a like, well, I guess tune in tomorrow to find out if he lives. There's the name of the episode, Scissoring to Death. Oh, <laughs> dear. People will listen to this one we first. We will get listeners for this the, one. The one Hang where on. Doriaga gets scissored to death. Oh, God. Type, type, type. Scissoring to death. Enter. Save. Got it. All right, moving on. That's so great. we move into 77, and he doesn't scissor Noriaga's head of off. Not. Of course but not. But he does clip his hair off, and just because we're doing this minute by minute, and I'm going to just scrub the cursor back and forth, I don't know if everyone saw this when I was sharing it earlier, but he doesn't actually cut his hair. Like, they didn't give him sharp enough swords yeah. to actually cut the hair. So what we see is the Leonardo actor <laughs> pinching the hair, and pulling fake hair off, like like as yeah. if you plucked a flower out of the ground, yeah. which is just kind of funny to watch, the, roots and all. The facial expression is happening. <laughs> is just gross. Oh, those are- I, it's so I terrifying. Think, I think what I want to do is take as many Leonardo screen grabs from this movie as I can yeah. and just put them out where our fans can get them 
and I just want someone to do something with them. Memes, flipbook, whatever. But there are way too many great <laughs> screen grabs to just not use them all. I actually sent you guys a message in our in our in our private Discord of that screenshot with the caption, <laughs> I hate this movie. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, fantastic. Well, anyway, he cuts the hair off. Noriaga's hair goes says, through a lot this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Leonardo says, short enough for you? Because it's a barber joke, and now it's it's levity. Yeah, yeah. Noriaga runs away. Meanwhile, there's people who are just, like, waving sticks around in the background, yeah. pretending yeah. to fight. Like you They do. look like Chuck E. Cheese robots Nobody just dies. going back and forth. <laughs> Not a body um, on the ground. And I'm pretty sure some of like the people fighting are like this 17th like, century Japanese Civil War. No dead. Well, I think some of the <laughs> guards are fighting each other in the background. And like My just, favorite like, thing. Like, Partner up. My favorite thing in movies and maybe I brought this up is catching extras not realizing they're on film just doing something weird I remember that from we talked about that yeah. in the TCR TCRI lab scene last yeah. year yeah 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 just someone yeah. like spinning or like yeah. just doing weird stuff I love it that kid who plays uh, outfield and t-ball it's, it's the guys. same energy you know who I miss I miss the fat foot ninja. So do yeah, I. Fat ninja. I miss Aha Ninja. Aha Ninja. Who I'm pretty sure was the same guy. <laughs> um, so Noranaga runs a few steps away from Leo. Leo does this twirly, spinny cut and slices a rope holding a giant freaking cast iron bell, <sighs> which comes hurtling down. And again, Actually, this is just so Leonardo. Leonardo was going to decapitate someone, and now he's going to crush a man to death. And he lucks out of murdering someone twice. I, in, in my in notes, minute. I have belled to death. <laughs> but like, he, Noriaga does this thing where he puts what his arms end. up, but his elbows are still tucked in in such a way that he would still <laughs> land inside of the bell when it landed on top of him. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I have to share the screen, Rachel. I found one for you. Oh, yay. I found a thing. So in the scene where Noranaga's falling, like the bell falls on him, they cut back and you can see the bell. There is an extra in like a polka dotted kimono or something there. His, his, his like little skirt gets caught on his belt. He's clearly wearing jean shorts underneath and like Nike airs. Oh my God. Recap that. Oh my God. I love it. I love it so much. This, he was just an undiscovered time traveler. <laughs> it's just his dress like got stuck on his back belt loop. Oh, and he turns around he's when the, ball, the bell falls. And he's like, huh? And he's just totally wearing <laughs> jean shorts. I love it. Oh, my God. Oh, oh this my guy. God. I want to get All him right. on the show. But yeah, I love like, this movie again. But like, Noranaga is, that's really lucky placement that he's, just standing there, and his arms are tucked in. Foot to yeah, the it's left, a, it's a Buster Keaton right. move. Yeah, yeah. I want to see someone use clips from the film to recut this scene where the bell smashes him. <laughs> just, just how does Leonardo like, react to that? Does Mikey or, have a one-liner oh after that? What have I done? <laughs> or it cuts to him inside the bell, and his like whole head is is like vibrating, oh and then and then he dies. Or, oh yeah, like you know the what is the part of the bell like on the inside? The like clapper? The, the clapper, the clapper, the clapper. Oh it's like, yeah, it's probably a large piece of flipping metal. You know, that oh yeah, like, his head has just been replaced by it. 
Although I don't think these kind of bells have a clapper. Yeah, I think it externally hit these. Oh, yeah, it has the hammer. It has the hammer on the outside. It rams it, yeah. Um, so the turtles come running over there and they make some joke and Leonardo says like, oh, Lord Norinaga. And Donatello goes, Norinaga, he swings his bow, comedically swinging his bow <laughs> over his brother's heads, hammers the bell, and he goes, oh, name rings a bell, which I thought was kind of funny. And like, Norinaga is Real deaf. cute. Yeah. He Norinaga is, is deaf, Rachel. Yes. Absolutely deaf at <laughs> And this point. or dead. Yeah. It, like the vibrations just like crush his head. Yeah, they wouldn't crush his bones <laughs> at that point. Being inside gosh, of a bell gosh, while it's gosh. ringing has to be the scariest thing in the world. Ooh. Probably not great. <laughs> um, and then shit gets serious because now we have a damsel in distress moment because Walker has kidnapped April and is holding her over the ledge with a gun in his hand. And at da, some da, da. point, the turtle goes, one, a, the turtle, a turtle, one of the several turtles, says, a gun or something like that. There goes Which, the neighborhood. Just makes me once again think the sort of a, a theme of this movie that is either not talked about enough or is alternately also talked about too much is the gun violence thing. Like guns are such a scary thing in this movie, but they don't ever do anything scary with them. Mm. Target practice. That was it. It's like the turtles. It's it feels like you know they wanted to. Okay, you know how that we have all this environmental stuff in the early '90s, and like there's always this weird environmentalist undertone and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This to me feels like the gun violence undertone of yeah. like messaging 100%. like towards kids. '93 yeah. or '92, like uh, this yeah. was the the same time. Was it Lethal Weapon Three that had all the cop killer bullets and like yeah, uh, the, yeah like the Brady Bill and assault mm-hmm. weapons ban? So that makes sense. It was it was in the air. It was in the water. Yeah. But it's like they didn't, they didn't, they either didn't go far enough with it or they took up too much screen time with it. And it's kind of in a weird middle ground. I agree. It's not effective in either way. Mm. No. What I, I said earlier, it feels like a bit of a loss of innocence where you've had bad guys, you've had really bad guys. I mean, Shredder was potentially a murderer, he didn't use guns. Now, all of a sudden, in a Ninja Turtles film, you've got the Ninja Turtles. They have no idea. They haven't trained disarms. They don't even try to get out of the way. They're kind of just fish in a barrel, and they just sort of give up the ghost as soon as the guns make their appearance. It's almost like in their universe, they don't know how to deal with an actual threat. Which is weird because they grew up in New York City in the 80s. <laughs> in the yeah. 80s, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a different time in a different place. <laughs> yeah, but that's like Earth to New York City, so. <laughs> yeah. And but, it seems yeah, odd so, for the turtles to finally confront firearms in the 1600s. Yeah. <laughs> right. And not in, you know, early not 90s single, New York. Not a single part of the Foot Clan thought, <laughs> you know what? I should get myself a Saturday Night Special. Yeah. <laughs> None of them. Well, it's it's the thing of like the Foot Clan was we were led to believe in the first movie that the Foot Clan was all these kids, right? Kids so can have guns. it's still kind of right. They can, but it's still kind of like, and, and to Eric's point, like it's this juvenile crime. It wasn't like we, we talked about it all through our first season. It's like it, yeah. the, the Foot Clan was like petty crime. Like we were fighting, we were crime fighting against like not even really that bad. Like like pocket picking. That was the worst yeah. thing that happened in the first movie. Ooh, like, larceny. Ooh. Like like we stole a couple camcorders. Like it was truckloads of stuff. They but, stole yeah. some old lady's <laughs> antenna TV. <Yeah. laughs> <It's true. laughs> Which, by the way, is storyboarded in the script, and I love that. Oh. <laughs> is the uh, is the Tim Allen grunt storyboarded? <laughs> yeah, it's actually written in there. It says Tim Allen grunt here. No, it's not. <laughs> we don't know what that is yet, but it'll be yes. funny someday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it's it's this weird thing of like this movie is trying to grow up with its audience, but at the same time is like Not drastically right. talking down to them. It it does two things. It doesn't do anything well, yeah. and it, it tries mm. to go in both directions. Well, and it gives way. it gives the, the turtles an opportunity to confront and somehow react to firearms, and ultimately their messages duck out of the way. <laughs> yeah, like the message ends up being, eh, it's they not that bad. Yeah. They don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, Does anybody even open fire on them at any point? I don't what? think so yet. Well, Walker, yeah, not yet. Oh, Walker, Walker. In, the horse, in the horse riding scene, there was some, some right. shooting around there. Okay. Uh, but now we get like the, the whole Pirates of Penzance burst through the door here. <laughs> um, and the, the the fight stops. Walker's men walk in. Raphael's angry. We've got April. Shmee! There's this whole bit with Wit um, where oh, Walker's, Walker's <laughs> like, uh, you know. With my not English accent. Oh, what does he say? He says, you gotta, what a, who's your tailor, he says at one point to the turtles. <laughs> assuming that they're in a costume. And Mikey says. So good. What he does says, he say? He we're says, naked. We're naked. <laughs> he but says it's, it so innocently and matter-of-factly. And it's it's so funny because it's almost out of character. Like it, it's it's Robbie not doing a voice in that line. It's just Robbie going, "We're naked." <laughs> also, like someone just like Robbie was naked in the studio, and someone just no, hit no, 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 please, no, 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 no. please, no, 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 no. Also, I think it's there. funny that Raph, when he sees um, what's his name, Walker. Yeah. He says, oh, great. It's the Phantom of the Opera. Has Raph seen Phantom of the Opera? No. Like, okay. <laughs> no, but he lived in New York City in the 90s, so, True. like, you can't look in any He's... direction without but seeing I an wonder, ad for Phantom of the Opera. He saw the billboard. I wonder what he thinks Phantom of the Opera is about. <laughs> you know what? Raphael thinks that Phantom of the Opera is exactly what I thought Phantom of the Opera like was. Like an actual Phantom? I had not seen it until... A couple of years ago, it's not mm. great. Just, yeah, I mean Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's really hit it's or okay, miss, so. but yeah, like you hear that. Ooh, Phantom of the Opera. I'm like, it's is it a demon? Is it a skeleton a, person? <laughs> right. No, it's just. I thought it was dude. a vague reference dude. to the fact that the guy was wearing historical clothing. Hey, that's Phantom, Phantom of the yeah. Opera. Hey, He's, yeah. he, he he appears with the damsel in distress up high in the rafters. That's yeah, it. I guess so. Oh yeah, God, I see. I didn't even put that together. Um, but then Wit's like, wait a minute, you can't kill, like, Walker's gonna kill them, he throws April back over, he's gonna shoot them all, and Wit's like, wait, you never said you were gonna shoot them, I've, I've betrayed everyone, but I like him enough to not kill him. Yeah. yeah. This, April this guy, throws like, some, uh, some great like, sass. It's like, guy, what did she, grow well, up I, in I missed the 16th it, what did she century? say? Did you? She says something like, um. What did you think was gonna happen? Gosh, what did she say? She, like, calls him a traitor or something. It'd be funny sassy. if she called him a Benedict Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> and you should be like, who? She's very sassy. And Wit's all like, oh, I thought we was in love. <laughs> <laughs> with, my, with my terrible English With my bad accent. <laughs> I thought we was in love, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was bad. That was so bad. I would like to apologize to any <laughs> listeners from the UK for the crimes that I've committed. I wouldn't take that. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it, it, this scene is just kind of a hot mess. This last minute here, because there's kind of like three different things happen and nothing gets resolved. Um, Wit decides to not, sh or uh, Walker decides to not shoot. The last thing we see is he pulls his gun up, and we don't know what's going to happen next. He, he he decides to not shoot. It's a mystery. Um, 
It is a mystery. Let's rewrite history. Um, DuckTales. <laughs> Race cars, lasers, airplanes. Um, that's the end of 78. Any final thoughts on this chunk? I do have one final thought. I have an alternate deep take, an in-universe deep take as to why he asked the turtles about their tailor. Think for a moment. Walker is a trader. He's a sea trader. At this Mm. point, he's trading guns to the Japanese because they don't have European guns. But when he goes back, he's probably going to stock up on dyes. That was one thing that the Europeans were always after was exotic dye. So he sees the turtles with bright purple, bright orange, bright red sashes on their faces and goes, hmm. Who is your tailor? Oh my goodness! <laughs> he's Those just, are some excellent colors. He's just a fashion queen, right? Yeah, yeah. That's gonna make some money. He's got to load the ship up with something before he goes home. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> wow. That's it. That's all I got. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. And that's how Haute Couture was born. There you go. <laughs> Except it's um, not because he dies soon. Speaking of dies. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's the end of today, I guess. Uh, Eric, make sure you go to his YouTube page, youtube.com slash Eric Dean. Yes? That's it. That's me. That's it. I got it right. to say take. like a question. Well, that's because I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, leave the question uh, mark off. It's Wednesday, so you should be heading over to DuelingGenre.com and listening to Tales from the Short Box, right, Adam? Yes, and you can also listen to, uh, there might be a new episode of True Believers also. There might be. It kind of depends on when this comes out. We're going to be covering all the uh, MCU Disney Plus t- uh, TV shows and all the movies, and there's a whole bunch of them coming out this year. Wait, when is, so this is near the end of the Turtles movie and when we start... I don't know when this is coming yeah, out. It's probably almost fall. Check out now. our feed. There's a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah. B- bottom line, if you're into uh, superhero movies and comic books, you should definitely tune in to Dueling Genre on Wednesdays because there's stuff for specifically people like you. Yeah. On the if network. you like this show, you'll like all of the other shows. Uh, make sure you go to DuelingGenre.com slash support, become a Patreon supporter, get free stuff. Not free because you have to pay for it, but get better stuff than you would normally get if you didn't pay for it. And also follow us at TMNT on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles listener Facebook group, listener group. I don't know. It's not like a fun dot com or anything. Just search it. You'll find yeah, it. Yeah, we it's came up with Twitter. Turtle Tank after we made the group. Yeah. It's too hard to rename stuff and technology is hard. But for the crew here at Turtles Minute, I'm Scott. That's them, and this is also Eric Dean uh, with us. He'll be back Friday for the last chunk of minutes in this episode. It might be our last episode we ever record. I don't know. What order is this happening, and it's up to you to decide. Bye, everybody. <laughs> it's not actually up to you at all. <laughs> Calabunga. Bye. <laughs>